Previously, on Beyond the Abyss, Gemma and Neil enter the Pearson home to find nothing but dust, decay, and dread. A chilling message being the only semblance of what remained of her family. In the van, while Liam and James recover, Eli interrogates Eddie, the cryptic stranger, who reveals himself to be involved in a mysterious organization and is just trying to bring them back. Gemma bursts from the house in tears, followed closely by Neil. After a brief disagreement, the group decide to head back in at the behest of Eddie to begin their journey back home. Welcome listeners to Beyond the Abyss, a Call of Cthulhu actual play using the 7th edition ruleset. My name is Owen and I am your Game Master. And joining me tonight are... Hi, I'm Kyle and I will be playing Eli Wharton. I'm Seth and I'll be playing Liam Sullivan. I'm Kida, and I'll be playing Gemma Pearson. And I'm Xander, and I will be playing Neil Bartolomeo. Okay, so we last left the party as uh, we regrouped outside of Gemma's abandoned house. And um, I think we all decided to head inside and regroup in there and kind of assess the situation. Uh, Yeah, we were making our way in and you know neil will help um eli with his brother if he needs it yeah so eli how are you doing that because you kind of still have a wary eye on eddie right you um you're trying to keep him ahead of the ahead of the guns so to speak yeah i'm essentially going to motion with the gun that he start heading inside and then once he's clearly in front of me, I'll, you know, have the shotgun in one hand and then try to throw James's one of James's arms over my shoulder. And you're going to help uh, help him with that, Neil? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Eddie walks ahead of you and and slowly just heads up to the front door. If no one stops him, he'll he'll head inside on his own. Gemma will probably go ahead and walk towards the front of the group and open up the front door for everyone. Definitely give a nervous glance back out towards the street, look around at the disheveled yard before actually going in. She's still really unsettled by this is her home, <laughs> but it's not. Yeah, so you, are you heading out onto the road to look up and down the street then? Or no, just a glance just around from the, from the door, door before she closes it behind her. Sure. Okay. So the kind of other, there are cars parked on the street and the general kind of foliage and walls from from where you are make it a little hard to see up clearly up and down the street but you don't see any signs of activity um and whilst you're doing that uh everyone files in um the the four of you plus james who you help in and uh nora will jump out of the back of the van and make her own way in and and start looking around the front room so I've forgotten, what condition am I in at the moment? Well, it wasn't, amazingly, after getting shot, it wasn't even a major wound, if if I recall correctly. Yeah, it, it was yeah. not. Uh, I would say you're fine to walk, you just might be sluggish on the, on the yeah, uptake. Yeah, so at the time you were obviously experiencing blood loss, but uh, you were successfully tended to by, um, by Jammer. And so that seems to have abated. Uh, obviously, you're still in some pain, 
but to get an idea of, you know, clearly yourself, because you probably didn't have a good look at it at the time, you were probably in shock. You, to get a clearer picture of, of what your status is, you would have to, you know, change the bandages and have a look. I wouldn't recommend doing that right now. Oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, so you're just in a dull, aching pain uh, that is kind of limiting the mobility of your... You know, you couldn't stretch your arm properly across from from your right side because uh, that would feel like it was going to open the wound up again if, if you did. You can Ouch. kind of sense that tightness. Uh, but otherwise, you're remarkably... Um, you're remarkably healthy, I suppose, considering. So everyone gathers in the front room. Yeah. So, uh, Eddie, explain to me what what we're going to be doing. Well, you said you got the book, didn't you? Uh, I look over at Kyle, who is on, you know, the other side of uh, his brother, James, that we're holding. I guess we're going to put him onto, like, the couch or some comfortable seating. I mean, sorry. I mean, Eli. Hey. Yeah, it it's in my bag. I, yeah, let's 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 get James. Yeah, so down we first. we do such and no, yep. And I I pull it out and hand it to him. You hand the book to Eddie. Yes. He, but making sure that he still sees it. Yeah, yeah. In my hand. No, he uh, <laughs> he actually refuses it. He says, "No, no, I I don't want to get near that thing." Normally, this would be uh, against every principle I have, but. For for you guys, I think it's the last option we've got. Now this this is something you you have to do. Well, uh, Eli, you're you're gonna hold that gun here. Why don't we have, uh, why don't we have Liam read the book? Well, do, hey, don't touch it yet. The second we open that book, all the fucked up shit that's out there, some of which I gather you've already come in touch with. It's going to know we're here. I, I will immediately drop it on the floor. It's like, oh shit. We've, we're only going to have the chance to do this once. So we got to do it right. Look, let's... If you trust me, I, I can try and get us safe, I guess, and give us the best shot. Well, we're clearly not safe now. Uh, Neil goes over no, to lock the right. front door. And, and like does the lock very audibly to give a, and gives a thumbs up to everybody, more, more, mostly to lessen the intense situation because Neil is very uncomfortable with how uh, stressful this is slowly becoming. He says, "Well, well hang on, There's, there there might be some stuff in the van that we can use, but you got <sighs> the right idea. I think we should Unclick. try and we should try and board. We should try and make this place hard to get into." What sort of things might we need? It sounds like you have at least an idea of what the book contains. It's full of all sorts of goddamn I mean, are we talking rituals like, and bullshit? Are are we talking like high school knife plus candles or are we talking something a little bit more serious here? I know there's a lot of books out there that are like that. Schoolgirls gather round and Light some candles and and then it's and then they go downstairs and have some pizza or watch a movie. This isn't gonna be like that. This is this is the real deal. Well then what do we need to get started? Just the book or what? Like... Yeah, so 
you're not really giving us a whole lot to go on here. Hey, inside there is a bunch of rituals. One of them, it's going to open a gate. It's going to allow you to pass through it and, and get back to where you came from. But we, uh, we don't want to rush into... We don't want to rush into this. We want to make sure we're prepared before we... Once we start it, there's no going back. You know what What I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah, we just need to nail the doors down, nail the windows down, get some salt. You know, the, the typical whatever we need. It's fine. I, I'm just very uncomfortable. I'm, I'm going to go look in the van while you guys figure yeah. this out. Yeah. And yeah, take a look. Hey, under the uh, under the front seat, there's going to be some spare shotgun shells. Bring those in, will you? I, I give a thumbs up and I leave to go do that and grab like any anything that's a tool, like you know, hammer, nails, chainsaw, chalk, uh, coat chainsaw hangers. In the van. <laughs> I, I, hey, I don't know who this. Oh, oh, like... oh, in Gemma's house. Okay, wait. Oh, no, no. Inside the van. It, it, um, I'm just looking for things. I mean, I don't know what's in that van. I could find a chainsaw. Yeah, so, Who knows? So so Neil heads outside and um, uh, presumably look in the van. Eddie kind of turns to to the rest of you as you're kind of gathered around, uh, around him in the lounge and says, Look, I know you don't know me, but I swear I'm trying to help. Well, I can't say that I trust you yet. I can't really speak for the rest of us, but honestly, you're the only lead we have in getting out of here right now. So it doesn't look like we have much of a choice. Even if this does go bad, I really can't think of any way that it could go much worse than it is now. So I'm in for what whatever help I can provide. Anybody got some Tylenol? Yeah. Um. Yes. Uh. In my in my med kit, there's definitely some Tylenol. Uh. Did didn't I give you enough pain medications already? Though I'm really concerned about. Uh, let's wait for another hour before more pain medications. Um. But yes, anything you can find in this substitute for my home is yours to take if we need it. He he kind of looks at you as you as you say that, and he says, "Trust me, Gemma." Things can definitely get worse than this. But we don't want to be around to see it. Uh, I'll, I'll turn to Gemma and not like whisper, but in a more hushed tone, just tell her, I know there's a lot going on. Once we get James and <laughs> I look over at uh, Liam, uh, once we get them to a hospital, I'll help you find your family too. Because... It's important. Family's important. And, uh, and I'll help you find Devin and, and Lily and, and your Thank dad. You. We'll get this Thank taken you. care of. And we'll get your family safe, too. I'll also look to uh, Neil. Neil's gone. Ooh, I gave my... Oh. Neil's outside, actually. Well, then I'll so, go to Neil. Okay, yeah. Come, come with me to the dark outside. Yeah. You would see I'll my head like inside like, the van. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to peek out and be like, Neil! While leaning heavily on the doorframe, because I got shot. Yeah, I'll, I'll poke my head out and just go, yeah? What? Hey, you remember when I handed you my phone and told you to call Sam? Did I, hold on, did I do that? 
<laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Seems like did, forever ago. Did, did you did you do it? <laughs> he sounds very believable. <laughs> I definitely did the thing you asked. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm thinking, would Neil lie? No. Um uh, no. I pull out the phone. <laughs> All right. Well, can you can you hand me the phone back? Cause uh, I need I need to call Sam. Uh, yeah. I I, I quickly run it over to you. And then... I will I will attempt to dial out to Sam. So you're kind of hanging outside the van, making that call. Yeah. Cause I don't remember if I called Sam or attempted the call. He did not. He you he handed you the phone and you just kind of blew it off. <laughs> I think there might have been a pressing thing happening. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. So when you look at the phone, um, Liam, you can see there's, there is uh, no signal bars at the moment. Um, so you can try dialing the number, but it just kind of, you know, stays in that trying to connect status and it never goes through. No, I, I remember what happened. Uh, he, he told you to put in the GPS for his home and call Sam. You put in the GPS, but once we finish talking about, you know, the fact that there is none, you, we just didn't address the call. <laughs> I probably was like, I can't connect. Not bothering. So I think I'm going to, I will author a text to Sam saying, got shot at, at this address. And I will, I will put the address of where we are at. Uh, give me a call and or stop by. Love you. And I will push send and then throw it in my pocket and go look for a charger. So you send the text and uh, it, it heads off into wherever. There's no immediate response, of course. Uh, Neil, you're searching the van. Why don't you roll a spot hidden for me? Can do. Uh, 37 out of 50, a regular success. Under the front seat, you find um, a uh, a kind of canvas uh, bag that has some shotgun shells, um, a small toolbox for maintaining the the gun, and uh, you know a, a multi-tool that kind of thing, a torch probably. Um, then in the back of the van, you find what's more like a, a toolkit. It's got a crowbar. Uh, it has a, a hammer, a box of nails, otherwise relatively empty. There are some nets on the kind of attached to the side of the van that can be used to secure, you know, tall stuff against the side of the van when it's in motion. Uh, but uh, otherwise, it's um, there isn't a whole lot else in there. Okay. Uh, well, then I'll... Uh... Take take everything, and bring it inside. As you get as you step outside the van, I'll use the same spot hidden roll. As you step outside the van, um, you notice a flash of light at, towards the end of the street. It looks almost like a kind of flashlight, or or some kind of powerful light was um, briefly flashed up, up the street. Yeah, uh, okay, I'm gonna quickly get it, like, 
uh, get inside. I'm not gonna like shut the door or anything behind me. I'm just gonna get inside. Let's go. Uh, hey everyone, there's um something outside. It's it's down the street. You guys didn't open the book while I was gone, did you? Uh, look, I looked to Gemma and uh, Eddie and just kind of shrugged. Look at the book that's on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's still there. I mean, I, I guess it hasn't been touched since you went out there. So, what are you, what are you guys doing inside? Nora's kind of just picking around the the front room, opening the fridge, and that kind of stuff. Uh, Lillian will probably, or um, Gemma. That that's my character's name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, Gemma will probably. She was inclined to go into the kitchen and start looking around, seeing if she could find any of her belongings that would seem useful there. Um, I'm sure she has candles and such stowed somewhere in a drawer, or at least she did before this alternate is, whatever Is that what you're is. looking for? Candles for kind of She'll probably light. just kind of root through the doors, pull out whatever happens to strike, I don't know, some sort of random ritual symbology to her um maybe it's I, I don't know what she might pull out probably just whatever random whole things she can find while keeping an eye on Nora making sure she doesn't stab herself with a knife on accident or anything okay um high or low uh hi you search through some of the drawers and you find a old packet of candles just the regular unscented kind, quite tall, looks like you could fit them in something. Uh, and the wicks don't look so dry that they're not irreparable with a bit of tender care. Cool. She'll plunk those on the counter and continue shuffling through the drawers for a bit, probably trying to keep her hands busy as much as anything. There's no fresh food left in the kitchen. There are a couple of uh, cans of, um, you know, kind of standard canned food, like tomatoes, um, maybe some beans, nothing fancy. Would be rather disappointing to make some tea without any milk, but maybe she can make something. Yeah, yeah, you could find a, a couple of tea bags. They're probably super old, but hey, anything will do right now. Uh, I'm gonna gaze, kind of not gaze, but... Um... Not, I, I feel like stare down is just too intense for what I mean, but that's the only thing that's really coming to mind. Uh, kind of stare down Eddie and just walk towards the front door uh, and kind of peek outside to see what Neil was talking about. Um, you don't see anything from... Uh, so Neil's gone past you and in, back into the inside. When you kind of peer out the front door, you, you don't see anything. Uh, it's... It's dark, no signs of movement. It's just like when you showed up. I'll uh, usher Liam back in and then close I, the door. And relock it. I'm going <laughs> to thank him for his help of helping me walk around. <laughs> <laughs> Here, old man. Come in. <laughs> come, come lean inside. Oh, my gunshot wound. D d don't worry, Liam. We'll, we'll get that taken care of. We'll, we'll get you to a hospital That'd as soon as we can. awesome. Yeah, relock it and head back over to the book. And so, I, it's okay to touch it. Nothing's going to happen if I just touch it, right? I mean, it wasn't before. I don't no, think. It's, but it's when you it, start using the when we start the ritual, they're going to know the word 
doing something. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to, like, read anything out loud, but can I but yep, read it? Take a look. Without doing anything? I'm asking this, out, like, in character. In, in or out of character. In. in character. Hey, go for it. As long as you, as long as we don't start doing anything, we, we should be fine. Just be careful with that shit. I'm going to go over to the couch and sit next to James, drape the shotgun across my lap, and open the book and try to start reading. There's a lot of pages that, you know, it, that are very hard to read. They're in um, a script that you don't recognize. There are some strange symbols and iconography that is just totally alien to you. Um, so you kind of flick through a few pages uh, until you get to what um, resembles more of a, um, a Latin-based alphabet that you're able to kind of get to grips a little better with. And it seems like... Um, it, it actually seems like on one side of the page you've got the original script and then opposite on, opposite it on the other there is a some kind of modernization or translation. You know, the two seem to be parallel to each other, but obviously one is in something that uh, is more recognizable to you. It seems less alien. Um, and so you flick through a few pages like that. <laughs> while, I, while I flick through, I'm like, Oh, as I realize that it's translated, I had a Beowulf book like this once. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then you come across a page which um, has uh, an image of a uh, some kind of gateway on one side of it. And you think that may be what you're looking for. Guys, I, I think I found it. And I'll keep the the book kind of open to that and turn it around so people can see and just kind of set it back on the floor open to that page. Who's all there? Once he says anything, Gemma's going to go ahead and close whatever cabinet she'd been looking into and walk back into the living room and try and look in his general direction without actually focusing on the page in the book because she's really nervous that even like looking at the diagram too closely is going to... <clears throat> start things in motion so you look at Eli I mean he's been happily flicking through a few pages now and nothing untoward has happened to him just yet she does he's, not trust her luck the, today <laughs> he lays the book down in front of you I'll, I'll, I'll look at uh, Miss Pearson it's okay I'm, it, it took me a second but I think I can I think I understand what's what all's going on in, in this book we'll be okay Trust me. That's awfully optimistic, but it's all I have to go on right now. You sure? Absolutely. And yeah, I'll just I'll give her I'll give her a smile, like the most trustworthy face I can muster. That is really unsettling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want, I could roll a charm just to like bolster that. <laughs> roll something to just keep it. Keep it. Keep the ruse up. <laughs> is Nora still in the kitchen, or has she followed? Um, she's kind of still poking around on. You know, she's almost minding her own business. Actually, she's being nosy. Um, she's looking through the house. Uh, but at the moment, she's still in the room with you. She's just kind of. 
she hasn't gone out of sight just yet. As he, Eddie stands up and he kind of moves over to a table on one side of the room and looks like he's kind of sizing up what could be done with uh, what you had to hand. So from what I see in the book itself, what can I tell that we need for this? What languages do you speak? Speak speech? No, uh, I speak. <laughs> I speak my own language. Thank you very much. Um, no one speaks this language. Gemma has English, Spanish, and a little bit of Latin. Aha! So Kyle, nothing seems like you. You recognize some of the letters, but it's not. Um, it's not words. Well, uh, you didn't actually answer me. I take it you don't have any Latin? No, uh, all I have is my own language, which is English. Everything else is, I mean, technically I could roll for it, but it's only 1%. Ah, yeah, so you're going to struggle there. Um, If Gemma, if you can convince Gemma to have a look, she may know better than you. Okay, yeah. Um, Miss Pearson, I, I know how this book is set up, but... I'm going to need your help. Can you help me? She'll nervously edge a little bit closer so that she can at least see the shapes of the words and such. Does it look like something she might recognize? Yeah, it looks like it uses a Latin-based script. Okay. And with a little bit of study, you may be able to interpret some of this. This is going to be a real tough roll. It's way back in medical school, but let's see what we can get. Crap, that's an 11, which is one over, so that is a failure. Oh, no, you could have spent a luck. Oh, I could. Oh, you can. Yes. You can spend I luck. will spend a luck to get a success. So you're just going to spend the one needed or to get a, a oh, baseline success? or It is not that many points to get to a hard success. I'll go ahead and spend six to get to a a, a hard success. Uh, but so you get a hard success. So there are a couple of several paragraphs on this page of text, and some of it is actually more complicated, and you would have to spend longer studying it. The script is a little vaguer, a little harder to just read. Actually, it, it's scrawled um, in a spidery text. Um, but there are several lines which stand alone which are uh, clearer and kind of each each of the main paragraphs follows you know is followed by one of these lines which you're able to quickly translate and you get the following Uh, after the first paragraph there is a line which said which says rather the symbols shall be drawn thusly in blood and beneath that line there are eight symbols depicted across the page. They are unique uh, and complex, and they use um, strange geometric shapes that you're not familiar with as any kind of um, Latin-based or otherwise text. You carry on and you kind of scratch over the next paragraph, getting the odd word, but not enough to really pull it together at this stage. And you get, and afterwards you get to another line at the end of the paragraph, which says, "Those seeking to use the gate shall gather thusly." And beneath is a circle depicted 
with smaller circles noted on its circumference. You can uh, actually roll a um, intelligence check as well at this point. Okay. So intelligence is 75. Uh, come back. That is a 66. Rolling doubles, apparently. Um, so that's a normal success. Regular success. So, you know, you, you can kind of easily tell that it's suggesting that, uh, that, that people be positioned in a particular way for the ritual, but you don't quite uh, grasp the... Um, you know, it doesn't have any extra significance to you beyond that. Could I assist her with uh, my knowledge of cult? Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, actually, it's not really a cult knowledge, this one. It's more... Uh, you're reading it kind of over Gemma's shoulder, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm still right there Yeah, sure, with so her. you see the I same symbol. Can't read it, but and, I'm still trying to... Uh, and yeah. so on. Um, so, yeah, roll uh, an intelligence check. Uh, that would be a 50, so also a regular success. A 50 out of 65. So, yeah, you don't really notice anything you know, significant about the way that it's laid out. But uh, are you kind of reading this out loud to um, Eli Gemma? Uh, yeah, she as you as you understand it. She'd probably be, yeah, vocalizing some of the words as she's getting them. You know, a little bit of those those seeking uh, gathered. Okay, so we need to gather like this. You know, probably not clean translations, but enough of the words as she's muttering through it. So with you being able to kind of see and look at the same symbols and, and imagery that's on the page, uh, Eli, you'd, you'd kind of get a rough grasp of what she's getting at as well. So you kind of, you know, you're following along. Uh, then you continue on through the next paragraph. And again, like it would need a little longer to understand it exactly. But it finishes with a line that you are able to easily translate, which is, um, At the center, a sacrifice shall be made. And the lament called, there is underneath that words which use the Latin alphabet, but they're no known words you can see. Oh no, I've already said that she's vocalizing things. She'll probably try and sound out and repeat the first word or two to try and figure out. <laughs> I realize what a bad idea oh, this no, is. This is beautiful. But she's rusty enough on her Latin <clears throat> that she'll probably try and figure out what the first word or two are before just skipping on to the next line. You, Regret. Regret. You, you vocalize a couple of the syllables and um, instantly you, you know, a sense of of dread, I suppose, kind of takes over you because there's something arcanely ancient about this language, I guess, that you're reading. You can feel it just in the way the sounds and the consonants are arranged. Roll. I don't know how relevant it is, but I mean, I, I actually took Latin in high school and all of the objects and, uh, and the subject would actually be at the very end this of the sentence. This isn't Latin, this particular bit that she's reading there. Uh, so so the, the Latin symbols are just to help sound out the the word. Like, it's the best translation, so it's just the using, words. like, a phonetic exactly. spelling. Oh, no, I, yeah, I was referring to, like, what what she was reading before when she was sounding out yeah. and stuff. Well, but, yeah. yeah, just, just as, a, like, a footnote there. 
not not to the spell or whatever it is she's reading. Yeah, so this bit is more it's using the Latin alphabet, but yeah, <laughs> the spell. Uh, exactly as uh, uh exactly as um Xander said it's it's phonetic um words to aid in tra- aid in pronunciation. Uh roll a I think it would be willpower. Nothing can go wrong here. Um and with that power. Okay. That. Uh, and uh Oh, and while while this is happening, uh, Neil is just like looking out of the blinds at the front because he he knows he saw some something, and he's just keeping an eye out. He does, he's not paying attention to what's happening in the living room. You know, he set down all the stuff near the door, and he's just like peering out. So you're just keeping watch. Yeah, I'm keeping watch because I saw a light. I got to keep watch, but I'm just letting you know, like that's what I've been doing this whole transaction of events. Just to have you keep that in the back of your mind. Uh, guys, I done messed up. That's a 95 out of 60. Oh, a critical <laughs> fail. Oh, so, excellent. So, so that's... 95 out of 60 you... is a failure. <laughs> Fantastic. So we'll resolve that in a second. Um, Beautiful. Because I think it makes sense. Nothing. I think can it go makes wrong. sense that as you're kind of reading your way through the other... So what is, what is Liam doing... For you know, for five or so minutes, whilst they're kind of studying this, Seth, what what's Liam doing? I think he's he's still he just once again he just got shot, so I think he's just like sitting in a corner, he, like trying not to die. He, he's he's sitting, not stopping life. the Cthulhu. Like he he's sitting on the couch next to next to James, <laughs> both both of them looking like trash. Yeah, he's just got wait. <laughs> hang on, let me. He's probably got. Absolutely nothing in his brain except, ow, 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 ow. So you kind of take a you take a seat and yeah, you're kind of you know feeling stiff. Like ow, um, that's a new ow. Yeah. Oh, that's the same <laughs> ow. <laughs> yeah. But you know, as as you're sitting there and just kind of watching the activity in the room, um, you realize you're actually feeling really not that bad at all. I mean, there's the the there's the mental trauma of being shot at, but otherwise, you're kind of feeling okay. Like it doesn't hurt as much as you think it should. Um, I I I poke at it like one does with any wound. <laughs> I'm like like one does with any wound. Always results in good. So things. you lift up your shirt and um, well, poke it. I guess. I guess you would have had some kind of shirt or jacket put on, yeah. Um, so you lift it up, and uh, the you can see dried blood in the bandages, but um, you know, there's the it's it looks dry. So basically, um, I have an absence of pain. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, it doesn't hurt as much as you think it should hurt. Is all is the best way of describing. Doctor Jebba, I think I'm going numb. Uh, do you think you can redress the wound and maybe check on it? Uh, she seems absorbed in in the uh, in the text, I suppose. Shit. Um, um, well, well, then I'll I'll just kind of like try to peel it off, but like keep everything as intact as I can. Maybe like you know, just like kind of lift it up to look. Like, eh, eh. oh man, there's three belly buttons now. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and they're all I open. Like it. 
so you're you're kind of pulling up the bandages, uh, like stretching them up to take a peek underneath. Yeah. Uh, as you pull them away from uh, from uh, your um, your Ooh. body, there's a viscous substance that uh, strings between the bandages and your and your chest uh, where the wounds are. Um, like pus little... or. Uh, Kind of, but more like uh, more jelly-like, like clear and see-through, uh, and sticky, and uh, a little bit of it slips off down onto your pants, and uh, you're you kind of keep lifting it up, and you get to where you expect to see uh, the wound, and uh, there is some sort of some scarring there, but not that you can see right yet. Uh, no immediately fresh wound. I'm gonna keep like peeling it off, but then like kind of like blindly like try to tap um, Neil, and because uh, I'm sitting next to Neil, I don't know. What's no, no, you're sitting next to James. I, I am by the window. I'm nowhere okay. near. Yeah, like you're sitting next to James. Uh, Eddie is right next to you though, and he's gonna be like, "Hey, you, you're right there. Two or come. No hard feelings. All right. Uh, yeah, um, uh." Can you help me take these bandages off? Hey, we, he uh, he says, hey, we got more important things to do right now. Leave leave that shit alone and uh, no, 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 with... no, 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 I promise. Says, come help me with this, will you? And he promise. points at the table. Just, uh, I, I'm just gonna start like ripping everything off, like, <laughs> like just no time to I, be I, careful. I need to like what the shit? Like I am in a total like this is not normal. This is not normal. Am I high again? <laughs> and yeah. I rolled such a good medical check to put that on. <laughs> I know, I know. So, it, yeah, t you're going to have to kind of take your jacket off, take your shirt off to do that properly. So, uh, I, you kind of... That's not properly. <laughs> I will do so in, in a hurry. Sure. So you start doing that. Uh, Eddie looks a little exasperated and instead turns to Neil and says... Hey, there's some uh, heavy furniture in one of the back rooms. Can you help me move it? Uh, Neil kind of just tilts his head over. He's like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, sure." Um, uh, do, do, do have I? I guess I assume I haven't spotted anything. Uh, so I, I'll go over to help. Not him. in the couple of minutes you've been there. Yeah, no. so I'm gonna go help him out. So you head to the head to the back with with Eddie. Yeah. Uh, and he kind of points in a room where there's like a pretty solid looking real wood chest of drawers, you know, there, and you guys can get to that, get to moving that kind of clearing off the top. It's a bit dusty. You can get to it. Now let's cut back to where we were. So that's kind of, that, that kind of covers the, you know, the last five minutes or so whilst, uh, Eli and Gemma were translating the text. And, and now the role begins. Yeah, results. so you rolled, you rolled a ninety-five on your uh, pal check. Uh, that's good, right? So that's a it's high. Unfortunately, that's a, a critical failure. I think it also makes sense. You can't spend luck to. I I thought only like a hundred was critical failure. And I think it's five percent, five percent either way. Crap. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. And and just to clarify, because it came up a moment ago, I don't think you can. Uh, well, you can't rather 
spend any luck points to stop a critical failure from being a critical failure. It always is, regardless of what you do with luck. Although you may be able to use luck to alter the things that happen after that. Uh, so, you mouth a couple of these uh, strange um, words uh, quietly at first. Just check the rules. It looks like it's a 96 as a critical failure. 96, 97, 98, 99, 100. And you rolled a 95? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I, well, still. I mean, Owen just wants a critical fail. Just let him have his critical fail. It's fine. I mean, that's. Well, no, GM, it, it, GM can call it, but. Oh no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. You're right. I was thinking 5%, but my mass brain uh, was malfunctioning, and you're quite right. Uh, that is 6% away from 100, 100, so it's not a critical failure. However, Ooh. it is a, a failure. It is a very extreme yes. failure. It is absolutely a failure. Do you want to spend any luck to stop it from being a failure? I. That's almost all of my luck, so no. <laughs> what a shame. Um, so you mouth a few of these words quite quietly at first, like you were when you were reading the Latin that you could translate earlier. Um, and as I described, you kind of, you're caught up by the, the feeling of this language. It takes hold of you. And before you know it, before you know it, you're reading through all of the words. Um, and your voice takes on a deep kind of guttural quality like it's someone else speaking through you uh and the and you kind of there's there's maybe two lines worth and you get through them and then you want to go back to the start and begin again and begin it as a chant All and right. the words begin to resonate in the air and as I think of them at me no ut, no ad need a voy, revidilo, ni am ita as oit nodho, nelk chi won koi tubs appearts, se as nekoi, reget at a deer. Thank you for listening. Please leave us your five star reviews, preferably, but honest reviews also willingly accepted to help us out and uh, follow us on Twitter. You can find me at British Owen. And you can find me at Lord Kyle K. And I'm Seth. You can find me on Twitter at Sethroph. That's S E T H E R O P H. I'm at Crow underscore Toes. And you can find me at Adept Sander. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Outro theme. Cool. Done. <laughs>